This is the Hairy Americans podcast. You know, I'm just a just a big hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. All right, second ever Harry Americans podcast. Just for context, like we just had the draft, so this is going to be a full recap, and I'm going to be flogging Travis mercilessly for basically stealing my first <laughs> two round picks. But um, just for context, uh, Bill, if you go first, introduce yourself and where you're from, and same with Travis after that. Uh, I'm Bill Tableham. Um, currently live in Tampa, Florida. Uh, USF grad. I mean, like, I don't know. I was the champion in 2014. I wouldn't look that up. That happened. Can't, you can never <laughs> take that away from me. You can never take that away. <laughs> uh, big time sports fan. Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the big one. We'll get about the Super Bowl this year. Um, yeah. Oh, my team is uh, the Golden God right now. Probably, name's probably going to change. Probably gonna change weekly. That's my good luck chart. But that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Travis. Oh uh, my bad. I'm sorry. I you were rambling. You were rambling about the Jaguars. I'm sorry. I told Travis. He's just like, just gotta get the whole thing loaded up. <laughs> I respect that. All right. So I'm Travis Paths. I live uh, in Port St. Lucie, east coast of Florida. Uh, right now we're going through a hurricane, so you know we're here though. Uh, I am a Dallas Cowboys fan through and through. America's team. Uh, we probably will win the next five Super Bowls. Uh, make us America's team once again. It, it, it's gonna happen. It, it's bound to happen. Um, Quick um, question for Travis, man. Like you got to explain your allegiances to various pro sports teams and the reasons for why. Oh man! All right, actually, I can, I can just go through all the major sports. <laughs> just, just list them first. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So, so NFL is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, uh, MLB is the Baltimore Orioles. Okay, so listen, my dad was a Navy brat growing up, and uh, my grandfather taught at the Naval Academy and taught Roger Staubach at the Naval Academy. Okay. So, I guess growing up, my dad ended up meeting Roger Staubach at at the house, and he became a Cowboys fan when he uh, when he played for them. So, being that I am my father's son, I decided, hey, all right, I'm gonna like every single team that you like, and not. Okay, that one was a real that was a real tear jerker. So let's move on to the next four that makes zero uh, sense. Uh, okay, so Baltimore Orioles is just because my dad's my dad lived in, in Baltimore. I mean, Annapolis is right there. So uh, let's see, what else is there? Hockey, I'm a Lightning fan, but that's just because I didn't get into hockey until I moved in with you guys. I think that's it. I just I, I think that I just get no respect on my Cowboys. Uh, I, I don't understand why. <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like we've earned the earned the right to be America's team, even though we haven't won a Super Bowl. I don't think since I've been alive, but it is it is what it is. Respectable. All right, so let's jump into this thing. I'm making the turn. I'm like taking my first round pick. Okay, <laughs> let me just pull it up here. He's really upset about it. <laughs> He's got to go through. <laughs> okay, 
So Devonta Adams on the board at 12, right? Serious value. I'm thinking, okay, that's looking good. I'm just going to go ahead and get uh, Mixon or Cook on my second pick around on the turn, right? So I agreed for Devonta Adams. It's kind of a mistake, right? And then you go and take both of them on the turn. And then I'm stuck going wide receiver, wide receiver. What's the thought behind that? And like, why do you have to be so cruel? All right. So listen, my strategy going into this draft was to draft running backs back to back to back three in a row without even looking at wide receivers. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not kidding. Essentially wide receivers weren't on my radar yet because it's way too early. There's, there's, there's so much more value late with receivers as rather than running backs. So Looking at the board, Mixon was number one. I didn't even want Mixon that late. I hope somebody oh. took a chance on him. <laughs> you didn't even want him. <laughs> I really, listen, I was hoping somebody would draft Mixon because in every single mock draft I've done, he has gone earlier than that. Um, but he was there. The value is great there, so I took him. Dalvin, if Dalvin stays healthy, Dalvin's going to be a stud this year, so... I mean, I apologize. Not really, but uh, <laughs> I'm happy with both of those picks. As long as Dalvin stays healthy, I think that uh, it's going to be a solid duo of running backs. Obviously. I agree you, don't, with that. you don't feel hurt at all by the, the receivers you ended up with? Uh, I mean, I do, but I, I, I drafted four running backs. So if Melvin Gordon, if Melvin Gordon plays, <laughs> okay. I'm winning the whole thing this year. Just you literally like, went for running back. You got Duke Johnson in the in the fourth pick. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Duke's going to be a stud in Houston. Dude, so talk me through your starting wide receivers. Like, who do you plan on going with here? Okay, D.D. Westbrook, top 10 wide receiver. Calling it down. <laughs> really? I'm just, the Jaguars fan, and I just – I don't, I don't yeah. see it. But okay. <laughs> Listen, Nick Foles is known to love his slot receivers. Okay? Um – but at that point, I mean, you're, after after that, Allen Robinson, he was the best available. Um, I was going to try to get Josh Gordon coming around. He got drafted. So I went with the, the vet, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders, he's going to have a solid season, hopefully. And there's that. I, am I happy with my wide receivers? Absolutely not. But there's, I there's feel crazy. like the fourth year in a row you had Emmanuel Sanders on your roster. Yeah, I <laughs> think <is>. so, too. <laughs> it, it is. Like, I don't know if you're planning on it. If it just happens, <laughs> it, it does not. It does not be planned play. But last year I finished third. Okay, which is, I think every year before that I haven't made the playoffs. So something's going right. All right, listen, trust the process. All right, Bill, take me through the strategy and where it went wrong, where it went right. So I'm gonna tell you the strategy. The strategy for this year, there there is no strategy. Take the best value possible. That's literally what I had to do after the first four picks. Because it's pretty clear that it was going to be Barkley, uh, McCaffrey, and then um, Kamara for sure. Those are the top three. And then, like, there was kind of that Elliott thing of, like, okay, like, maybe you can start with Elliott if someone thinks, like, he's not going to play. But obviously, Tim, like, went ahead and pulled the trigger. So, at that point, it's like, literally, I need people who are just going to, like, put points on the board. I feel like that high, you have to get people who are going to, like, get in the end zone so i skipped like quite a couple people like just to get girly because i'm like you know what i'm gonna take a risk 
We like the knees, not like really like a big deal. And he's going to score a lot of points on that team. So. Yeah, I feel like you can't be fearing the girly thing. Like, I think, I think like he's undervalued. Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of hype into how, like, last season ended. And it's just like, he's going to be fine. I think, like, even with the smaller workload, he's going to be running at the goal line all the time. Like, he's still, like, a top five running back. So, that was the start. And then, literally, from there, it was basically, like, I'm taking basically one of the highest-ranked players from there. So, I think I ended up with, like, three straight receivers. I went, like, Keenan Allen. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I went Kittle. So, I went high on a tight end, which I usually don't do. But, like, I, I, I think the Kittle thing is real. It's real. <laughs> Garoppolo's back. I mean, he was also even with, like, I don't know, who, who was supported on his quarterback last year? Some, like, garbage guy. And he was still awesome. Uh, Nick Mullins? Come on. Uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> so, then was, so then I went Kittle, and then I think it was DJ Moore, and then, like, um, I don't know, I might have gone back to, like, Murray at that point. But, yeah, it was literally yeah, just like, it felt pretty good all the way until I got past, like, I think the Brady pick. And then it was just like kind of fell apart on me. It was it was a lot of talent. It was gone. <laughs> it was just it was, it was kind of yeah. I think I think everybody like I think like at least half the draft like really wanted running backs. Well, it didn't help that Travis like drafted was it four? Four in a row, baby. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I've done that like two years ago. I did that and it worked pretty well. But it's pretty messed up. I mean, there's 14 teams and you've got four of the running backs. Like, but anyway. That's <laughs> that, that adds value to my fourth running back because you really need one. So guess what? <laughs> well, anyway, like since Travis was like scraping the barrel, like stealing all the running backs, it just created this like scarcity. Like imagine like the day of the dot com crash and everyone's trying to sell their stocks. That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> and you get like your third round pick and there's no running backs. <laughs> it was legit the entire like top like overall players was full of receivers. It was at one point it was only receivers. It was like so, you would have to reach like twenty picks ahead to go get another running back at that point. Yeah, I was like referencing some rankings like the whole time. And there was always like massive value at wide receiver, like huge value. And so like I fell for it in the first two rounds and I went for um let me just pull up the draft here. I went for <laughs> Devontae Adams and o- OBJ. Right. It sounds like super good. But like the second I clicked the button for OBJ, like I knew like I was in trouble. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but there, but like when I was looking at the uh, the rankings, like compared to like and I was just like, dude, like I have to like I I can't imagine like reaching this far for running back. Like something will come back around like in the third and the fourth and I'll be like totally fine. And it was like totally not true. Like I got Damian Williams and Philip Lindsay, which is like, I don't know, just doesn't sound good to me. But I don't know, man. That was a tough draft. Let me ask you something. Why is Philip Lindsay's value so low this year? It's I was kind of wondering the same thing. Okay. Like, who's he sharing with? Well, Royce Freeman. Freeman. But he was there last year. So, I mean, what So, like, yeah, his – well, his ESPN projection is down, like, 40, 47 points. So, it's, last year he scored 187 points, and now they're projecting him to lose 47 points this year. And I was kind of wondering the same thing. Like, I think his yards per carry, like, went down at the end, like, pretty hard. And so they just, like, dropped his ranking. But, I mean, he seemed like the only, like, respectable, like, RB, like, starting running back on the board. I mean, yeah. 
the Broncos seem like they just might be like a kind of a dumpster fire anyway. So I don't know. People usually stray away from that like pretty hard if it feels like the whole offense like won't score points. Yeah, but I mean they got a new quarterback this year, Joe Flacco. You don't think he's gonna? He's got a new team. Joe Flacco is not a bad quarterback, I guess. Like fantasy wise, he might be, but. I mean, I just, you know, I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to score all the points. <laughs> it's, like, it's Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, that's, yeah. obvious. that's obvious. That kind of reminds me of, like, when uh, Kenny would uh, draft, like, the same team, like, three years in a row. I'm not equating you to that. <laughs> but, like, Kenny, like, in this first year, he um, he did, like, kind of well. Like, he got, like, in the playoffs. And so he's just like, okay, like this is the winning recipe. So then every year after that, he just drafted like the same team. <laughs> so Emmanuel yeah. Sanders is your is your name recognition trap. I guess. Listen, I was showing uh, Taylor the website, and yeah. I showed her the results from like when we started, and I did terror. I didn't know how bad I was up until she's like. So you've only uh, finished in the top three one year? I'm like, yeah, because I suck apparently, but I didn't know that. You know what's even scarier than, like, realizing you suck is realizing how many times Peacock has won. Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> goo right there. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but, like, he's always – and I'm in, like, a couple other leagues with him, like, here and there, and he's winning those ones too, so it's not just some... – Oh, my gosh. I yeah, I'll the podcast and like to, he's talking about like all the mock drafts and stuff and then so he just mentioned at one point that he starts listening to podcasts after the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 that's, <their point. laughs> that's, that's all that was available. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs to start his own podcast to be honest with you. And then we'll just listen to it and copy what he does. <laughs> yeah, I just want—I just want to know his websites, his sources, dude. Like, where do you, where do you research? I've talked with him a little bit about it, and uh, he does do this one like paid. Um, I don't know if he still does it, but he was talking about he has like one paid source, and he's just all over like all the all the sources. I think he's just everywhere. And I remember I was in this league with him at one point, which was like the waiver wire was constantly live. Um. And it was, like, miserable because I think, like, he was just, like, listening to the, the news all day. And I would hear, like, a snippet about, like, a running back, like, getting traded. And then I would always look and he would have him claimed like, in the first, <laughs> the first second. <laughs> that was brutal. Of course he would. Tell if me, you're he out knows. there listening, and I know you're listening, like, I'm sorry, but it's, <laughs> it's out he's of got, respect. got Adam Schefter's phone number. We just don't know it. <laughs> 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 He's interested because, like, I'm looking at his roster now, and it, it, it like, and I'm, I'm saying this, and I know I'm jinxing myself as I'm saying it. It doesn't look like amazing, right? Like, it doesn't look like he like knocked it out of the park completely. But like, I know just like knowing him, he probably fucking just like ten steps ahead of everybody already. Right, <laughs> but don't like, say that thing. every year. Like, do we ever look at his team in like preseason say, damn? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then five weeks in, he's four and one at worst, and we're like, God. Yeah, I mean, not to like analyze his his draft here. Like, I'm sorry, I know you're listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like Marlon Mack and Darius Juice. That's what happens when you keep winning. <laughs> three, four. Like, is there some like Illuminati knowledge here? 
that I'm missing with that one? Is that like, or am I looking at the the order wrong? That's right, right? He took Marlon Mack, number thirty-seven, and Juice forty-eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't look all that great, but I know it, it probably will be. Even Cooper Cup at sixty-five. I'm like, I don't know. That could be like the third receiver on that team, but the. For all we know, like he's gonna be like a touchdown stud out of nowhere. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like literally, since there was one year where he made like some weird trade with somebody, like in the middle of the season, and it made no sense whatsoever. I can't remember who it was or what the players were. And I, I remember thinking when I saw it, like, is he serious? Like, is, <laughs> like is he just like helping somebody out? And then like legit, <laughs> he went on to win the league that year yeah. based hey, off that trade. Really, that trade helped him crush it. So just I don't know. At the inside source, and it's it's awesome, but it sucks for us. Well, that's where I'm just like, I'll trade my entire roster for for his right now. If he's listening. You have my entire. <laughs> yeah, just to prove them one one trade at a time. <laughs> hey, power move. Another power move by Bill. As good as I feel about my team, his is probably better. So it's just like I'll just cut the cord right now. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the fourteen team thing. Like it, it, it really doesn't feel like any of the any one team is like that powerful. Like some, oh. in twelve, I feel like I'm like, oh, okay, that's a legit team. But especially like this year with the running back craziness going on right now, like it doesn't feel good. It's a whole different beast with fourteen teams, man. It's, I mean, this is new territory to me. So, I mean, like starting in the third round, I think it like already sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can just skim through the teams and, like, you can literally see everybody's got a hole somewhere. Like, yeah. whether it's, like, receivers or just, like, both of their RB2 and, R, like, receiver number two. Like, nobody got, like, a solid chunk of players at that, like, running back and receiver spot. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, yeah. I took the two wide receivers and then I had, like, nothing left for running back. It was terrible. Yeah, but Damian, well, LaShawn McCoy going to Kansas City really hurt that. I mean, the Bills released him for a reason, and, and Frank Gore is on, on the Bills roster, so that's saying a lot. But how is he getting paid, like, $3 million guaranteed? Like, that's not just, like, a bench salary. Is it a bench salary, or is it – it seems like real money, right? Who? Like, Shady for, um, for oh, one year. He? No, I would think no, that player is no, supposed no. to do something if he's getting paid that kind of money. And Andy Reid, uh, two, two words, Andy Reid. That, that's why he's getting $6 million guaranteed. That man loves LeSean McCoy. That's true. He does have a history. Oh, man. Okay, so call it, Bill, who's got the best roster? Oh, wow. I mean, do I have to pick somebody other than myself? You can pick yourself. You can pick yourself. <laughs> so he, I, I feel like I have the best roster. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> On the top to the bottom. <laughs> so to lead things off, I have Tom Brady, the GOAT, oh the best God. ever. Not only do I have Tom Brady, but he literally plays in probably like the most talent devoid division in the entire league. AFC East is garbage. They're gonna dominate six they're gonna dominate games for like at least six times. They play those teams twice. So that's points like easy. And in any game I don't like him, I can play Josh Allen. The Buffalo Bills running back. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a quarterback. 
He's basically a running back, though. <laughs> He'll run for like 80 yards and a score every game. So, like, I'm set at quarterback. Then I got Todd Gurley, touchdown machine. Latavius <laughs> Murray, Saints at home, touchdown machine. Keenan Allen, he's going to catch like 120 passes. DJ Moore is like my sleeper pick out of Carolina. They basically don't have a better receiver. Listen, that's a number one receiver there, dude. Exactly. Apparently, Wait. people are super pumped about him. Can we like circle back to Keenan Allen because like I'm feeling like he's a little bit hyped because for like however many years he was like, oh, he's amazing, he's amazing, and he never scored like any points. And then like last year he scored points. And like who's to say that's just like a one year wonder? Well, no, every year he was basically on his way to scoring points and then he got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> last, last year he did get hurt and then everything just like went as normal. As long as he's not hurt, he's like he's just as good as pretty much anybody else. Oh, why is he second team? How is he like super legit if Rivers is the 16th ranked QB? Like, what's going on with that that QB 16 designation? It's like I was saying during the draft. I think it's like a running thing. I think it's like there's so much emphasis on running quarterbacks now that basically if you never get rushing yards, like you get shoved down the rankings massively. Lamar Jackson is the number one quarterback in the league. So, well, Lamar Jackson's probably going to end up as like a top 10 just like by some... I just by the running? Shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just saying what you'd say because he's on my roster. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, you do also have to be able to throw the ball, so... He'll, uh, he'll probably be hurt by that just as much. Yeah, you're going to be wishing you went for that Kyler Murray pick, man. That's, that's going to come to bite you in the ass. Like, remember RG3, like, five years ago, how he was, like, the number one quarterback? That's Kyler Murray. Fitzgerald's just been waiting his whole life for this. He really has. That's why he came back for one year. <laughs> no, I think the reason why he came back is because he um, finally finished his degree at the University of Phoenix in photography. <laughs> <laughs> and now that he's completed his, he made a promise to his mom and he completed his degree and he left a message on her voicemail saying that like just let you know like I did it so, do you so think now he's focused to classes in person or do you think he's just <laughs> no man the <laughs> University of Phoenix is everywhere <laughs> I mean it helps when he's on the road he can like take classes just whatever so just like whip out your phone yeah it's no big deal all right, let, let me let me get through the rest of this like dope roster. <laughs> let's let's circle back right here. So Keenan Allen, stud, DJ Moore, like hot up and comer. George Kittle is like t- a top five tight end at the worst, just based on like usage. There's nobody else to throw to there. And Jimmy Buffer is like solid. So AJ, AJ Green, Green, what's that? AJ Green, what week week six? If week six, I'll take it. That's that's good enough. Because I I still have I look at all these studs I have on my bench. Look at this. Peyton Barber uh, starting running back. <laughs> Tony Pollard starting running back. Tony Pollard. <laughs> Yo, Tim, if you're listening, I got a trade for you, man. Like Tony Pollard. I know you're struggling with Elliot. Yo, it might be week one, two, three, <laughs> who knows? If you want to make a deal, man, I'm here for you. I like I want to see everybody succeed. And I, I and you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You know my number. You know my email. Contact me. So Tony Pollard, starter. James Washington. I don't know. He's at least going to be like the slot receiver. 
for the Steelers. Like, there's a lot of targets to go around. Brown's gone. And, you know, Giovanni Bernard, I don't know. Like the double handcuff? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Eric, he runs a nice, like, safety policy. I think he's still going to be decent in that offense, even without luck. So, I think I got a top-to-bottom, like, roster. There's not, like, crazy flyers in there. Just, I got guys who are productive. Dude, they slashed Ebron's prediction in half. I just looking at that. I think the I think the luck thing is is a little bit overhyped at this point. Like yeah, I'd say that's pretty brutal, like losing half of your. Yeah, like Hilton's Hilton stayed around in this draft for a while. I don't know who got him in the end, but I mean, he like tanked pretty hard like during this draft, and it's like I don't know if it should have happened like that much. Yeah, that's where like the uh, all the values at all those overhyped scenarios. I feel like a, a girly was honestly like a value pick. Yeah. Not to talk your your draft up too much because you've been like talking it up yourself. No, I mean the, no, I'm open to compliments, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just speak some speak some Aztec truth on. <laughs> so what, what was the Aztec thing with? What was okay? That? I don't know, man. This is the kind of joke that I think is like really funny. So like. Emmett has his team name, and I got to figure out, like, the story behind it. It's Night Dragon Laser Sharks, right? So he starts, like, <laughs> he starts, like, talking about it like it's um, <laughs> the Night Dra- Dragon Laser Shark is, like, a species d- designed by the Aztecs, which are, like, the most intelligent um, civilization ever created. And so I Google Night Dragon Laser Shark, like, I was expecting to see, like, some meme or something like that and there wasn't even a single unique result with that so like at that point i realized that he literally created it completely by himself and that part cracked me up even more and then yeah i don't know it just it just spiraled into a lot of good illuminati material so we got to get him on the podcast and and get the uh get the take on this i love this i want the storyline to build out into something incredible Let's see how he drafted, first of all. I mean, he's got all this information. What are we looking at here? All right, give me the analysis on Night Dragon Laser Sharks, Travis. I don't know, man. Listen, Deshaun Watson, obviously, that's a good pick. I mean, obviously, but... Is he worth, like, the early... Like, is he worth the high ranking for quarterback? From everything that I read, after Patrick Mahomes quarterbacks values are within three points of each other so is it worth an early draft pick no (laughs) well in my opinion josh jacobs rookie running back yes he played for alabama but he's on the raiders what does that mean i guess with antonio brown at receiver it his value might go up we'll see he's a rookie there's no telling mark ingram they're saying he's going to be the number one in Baltimore. I respect that, but he's getting older, man. And Justice Hill is going to be there, and uh, Gus Edwards is still there. And the committee thing might work. I mean, it, it, he's definitely going to get his touches, but Ingram's hit or miss, dude. One season he's terrible, the next season he's good. So it's uh, – But say that, say that like he had the lead role in New Orleans. Would he have been a stud last year with Kamara gone? I, st- I think he was decent last year, even as the second back. But the year before that, he wasn't that great because he was on my team. So. Yeah, but like Breeze, 
Breeze is pretty <laughs> solid, like to sling the rock around. So yeah, but Breeze is getting older too, man. I wouldn't um, write him off yet. I wouldn't write him off yet. No, I, no. Well, yeah, the Saints are gonna be good, man. I, I, I wouldn't write Tom Brady off either. People are writing him off. Tyreek Hill, obviously, he's gonna be super good. Sterling Shepard, he's he's the number one in, in New York right now, right? With Golden Tate being suspended. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's basically the only receiver on that roster for the couple weeks. It, it, Austin Hooper, he's at, he's Atlanta. I mean, that's an offensive power team. Matt Breda, I would not touch any San Francisco running backs, dude. That's yeah, my yeah. opinion because totally Matt Breda, who knows who's actually going to be the number one if they ever have a number one receiver or running back. Um, the Bears defense, obviously a solid pickup. I mean, but he got him in the seventh round. Is that a reach? Uh. Every mock draft that I have been in, usually they, they go in either the eighth or ninth. So, I mean, is it a reach? I guess so. But would they have been there coming back around? Probably not. I mean, um, Emmett has the Aztec knowledge, so we can't really fault Yeah, no, no, no. Listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, MVS, he's the, what, number two right now with Gerano being hurt. Deshaun Jackson, we'll see. They're saying he's going to be the deep ball thread, but that's Deshaun Jackson from the past, not not the present. Um, the rest of his team, Rykel uh, Armstead, that's a homer pick. I don't care what you say. I mean, no, the, the, I would say there's value in it, though, because... It's 14th round. Yeah, and, and I mean, if Fournette goes down, which Fournette will go down, that guy is like pretty much the last guy left. I think it's him, and then there's Alfred Blue. But from what I know, people like this guy a lot. But you know, yeah, but I mean, fourteenth round. It's a solid last minute pick. But Leonard Fournette is also on a on a contract year. True which means he's gonna fall out if he can stay healthy. Deion Lewis, I like because I'm not a hundred percent sold on Derrick Henry yet. We'll see. So I guess his team, his team's pretty solid. Uh, I guess the Aztecs, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> he might be on to something. You remember, what was the thing where, like, the world was going to end based on the Mayan prediction? Like, the, the line was that the Mayans have never incorrectly predicted a single world event or something like that, and then, like, nothing happened. It was 2012. Yeah. Like, everything was supposed to just, like, completely just go to shit. Like, they even have movies about it, because, like, <laughs> it was like, oh, we're so fucked. And then, and then, like, 2012 starts, and I remember it was, like, basically every couple, like, weeks, all the way through the end of the new year, <laughs> it's like, is, is this going to be the day? <laughs> it's still 2012, guys. Like, could still happen. You know, there's a guy out there maxing his credit cards. <laughs> Listen, supposedly there's still people underground that think that, that, that the world, end, world ended when it did, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Supposedly, there's some people on the ground that think that this is a wasteland, so people, people believe it, man. I'm telling you. And Trey's one of them, I uh, guess, apparently. <laughs> uh, for everybody listening to the podcast, was it Trey's Emmett's nickname, right? Oh, yeah, because he's Emmett the third, so he's third. Trey for three, I guess. He introduced himself to me as Trey, and I was. You know, 20 years ago, I feel like, maybe. 
Yeah, and we, uh, me, Bill, Travis, and Emmett were all roommates in college, so we love you, Emmett, but this Aztec thing, I don't know. You're going to have to uh, yeah. evaluate. I feel like you're, you're buying into it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Ponzi scheme. It really is. <laughs> you said Aztec and Chi knowledge are not fake names. So. <laughs> Chi thing. <laughs> This is such a weird combination of things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, give me your uh, your take on Travis's team. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, be gentle, sir. Be gentle. I know. Like, should I be honest to your face right now? Like, <laughs> wait, for, wait, I just noticed whose whose team name is your team sucks. <laughs> uh, oh, that's Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> Sarah, coming with the savage moves. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we'll just, we'll go like, we'll go just top to bottom. We'll just go be yeah. down. All right. Lamar Jackson, you're, 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 you're putting all your chips on Lamar Jackson. Is that how you feel? Like, feel good about it? I mean, late, late pick, late pick. Who's left? I think he's going to be a good situational like type of guy. You're not going to start him every week. I see you got Philip Rivers too to balance it out. So you might be set at quarterback. You know, I think he's going to get a lot of points on the ground. So like that's I'm going to say that's like a solid manageable like spot. Mixon, I personally hate Joe Mixon. <laughs> I t- I totally think overrated. I I don't think that team is it blocks well enough for him to be successful on a consistent basis. I totally think that was, like, not a good pick. Dude, that's his number one pick, bro. <laughs> I told you I wasn't comfortable with that pick. <laughs> <laughs> now he doesn't feel good about it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dalvin Cook. Yo, I mean, he's probably due for a Pro Bowl. Like, <laughs> according to you and Brian, he's due for a Pro Bowl. <laughs> and honestly, I kind of agree. I, I think... He's got, like, a lot of potential. He's in a good situation. He can, like, kind of be the lead back there. And as long as he stays healthy, like, that's, like, actually a pretty good value pick. He can finish, like, top five just on, like, touchdowns alone. As long as he stays Um, healthy. Yeah, yeah. Then the receivers, man, that's where it's, like, But you just just skipped over the Melvin Gordon third-round pick. Okay, all right. Oh, that's right. Okay, let me go in order of your actual, like, draft order. Okay, here we go. I got it. So Melvin Gordon, everybody knows the Melvin Gordon situation. I personally would not have touched it because who knows where that's going to happen now because apparently they're in trade mode. So I don't know if that means he's not going to play for them at all until he finds a trade or what. But, like, if that if that works out, he's playing by, like, week six, I would say that's completely worth it. And he's going to be, like, he should be a stud regardless of where he is. But did you see the newer news, um, the one from yesterday or today said that the Chargers are done negotiating, and like the the existing offer is it. Like that was an official news bite. So that's where I'm like, what? Like, does that mean like just show up because we're like done talking about they're, this? Or they're basically it? calling his bluff completely. They're like, look, like this, you're showing up or you're leaving. Yeah. So I mean, balls in his court, obviously, but it's like the well, way this whole thing is gone. It's worth a third round pick as long as it's early in the season that he finds a team. I actually right. think he's gonna I think he's gonna show up. I don't think he's gonna get traded. 
I don't know why I think that. It's just like that that one, like the beat reporter wrote that article about how he has no leverage. And then the Chargers are just like, yo, um, that's it. <laughs> so I feel like they're like playing off that momentum. And then like, I feel like he's just going to show up. The scary part is Le'Veon last year set the tone. Yeah. Yep. After that's the whole development, I don't know, man. Anything is possible. <laughs> so if, if, if he shows... If he shows for like even within the first three weeks back to to the Chargers, they'll obviously bring him back like it with open arms, and he'll be like number one easy. And then of course you got like the steal of the draft at that point. So that one remains to be seen. I think it was worth a shot at forty one though for sure. So I'll, I'll give you props on that. Duke Johnson Jr. I think is actually like a really good value pick. Like Carlos Hyde is there, but. Pretty much not going to do anything because Carlos Hyde is terrible. <laughs> so, like, he, he got cut from the Chiefs, like, just before – or he, he was going to be cut from the Chiefs just before that trade. So, like, not really, like, anything to worry about as long as Duke, Duke Johnson, like, can stay healthy because I think injuries are concerned with him. Like, he should actually be, like, at least a really good flex player. So, I'll give you props on that. And then, like, then we get to the receivers, man. You went So, you went four straight running backs. <laughs> four straight receivers. That was a ballsy move. It was like you realized your mistake, and you were just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't actually pick another running back like after this four. Right? <laughs> so then he just said, I had to put depth at that point, because with four running backs, there's no point in looking for a fifth one. That or <laughs> So I'm going to say, so D.D. Westbrook, like, I'm going to say he's probably the best receiver in Jacksonville right now, but um, I don't know. He, he doesn't strike me as somebody who's going to put up, like, big games. Like, I think he's, he'll get you, like, 60, 70 yards, and then, like, you're hoping for, like, a touchdown. Like, I think that's, like, best-case scenario. So I don't know if I feel great about that. I think Allen Robinson is, like, decent for, like, a six-round pick. That's fine. Larry Fitzgerald will be born, but he'll he'll get 1,000 yards with, like, six scores. So, he's like, he does that every year. Like, fantasy stuff. <laughs> Dude, he's a well-educated man. <laughs> he always falls in, the, in our, I feel like, in our draft. Nobody else's drafts. In this specific Harry American winning machine draft, Larry yeah. Fitzgerald <laughs> always takes, and someone and gets rewarded quiet, for it. And he quietly puts up numbers. So, <laughs> so, so good pick there. Emmanuel Sanders, I think, is actually a pretty good pick. He's, like, number one receiver there now. So, I mean, for receivers, he did pretty good. And then, yeah, I mean, going through the rest. Oh, I see you got Carlos Hyde anyway, so. I do, handcuff it. Okay. I mean, it's, it's a solid roster. Jordan Reed's not going to stay on the field for more than. <laughs> well, but at that point, I wanted Hunter Henry. Peacock took him, and so I, I just waited, and at that point, he was the best one available, I think. Yeah. So. How is he always injured, Jordan Reed? It's like every year. It's like all the time. Every year he gets injured. But hopefully this young kid, TJ, from Detroit will, will ball out. I would hope so. I think I heard or that, like, Jordan Reed had, like, his seventh concussion just now or something. It was just like, believe, like, you shouldn't even bail out on the people. Dude, you, like, got to retire, man. I think, like, after, like, three or four, like, there's, like, a pretty strong probability, like, you have lifetime implications. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just, hey, I, yeah. I almost hope for his hey. good he does not get to play. 
talk about the Cowboys defense. That's a sleeper defense this year. Don't on the Cowboys. <laughs> no, please, please tell us why. I, I would love to hear this. Listen, dude, our linebacker core, best linebacker core in the, in, in the league, <laughs> with Jalen. Okay, okay, we just signed. We just yeah. signed into a decent contract. Uh, oh my god, what is that? Uh, oh, that's so good. Pretty, pretty <laughs> remarkable team. <laughs> look, man. look, okay, relax, clean. This guy. Bro, you brought this on yourself. <laughs> okay. We got the best pass rusher in the league. It's okay. No big deal. Dude, I think you just into like the Cowboys because like you always have coverage. Like come four PM Eastern time, like the Cowboys are always on TV. Yeah. They're there. That's kind of like Absolutely. that. <laughs> Greatest thing. We're America's team. Why would America not want them on television? Yeah, you, you just want to be entertained at four twenty-five, and I get that. That's respectable. You just want to be entertained, and then have your have I'm your game to watch. It's fantasy input. That's fine. I'm streaming defenses this year. The Cowboys statistically have the easiest schedule the first three weeks. Okay, so you're going for that. I thought the Ravens had like a pretty easy one. I mean, I looked on Fantasy Pros and read that right in the last round. I, I mean, I could. I don't see why the Ravens wouldn't be good. They always seem to find a way to be like really solid. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Denver, yeah. and then Pittsburgh. I mean, that's a pretty good Buffalo. first three weeks. All, all of a sudden, Buffalo has the best defense in the league. How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. I ended up with the Patriots. I, I, like, they played the Steelers week one, so I don't know if I should just let it ride. <laughs> until they get I don't it. know. The Patriots can get interceptions for touchdowns. Like, It feels yeah, like they always do. That's a, that's a big gamble. That's true. Dude, so Bill, take me through this this legendary GIF creation process because like you seem oh. to be on the forefront of this technology. Uh, about a founding father. Yeah, I want to hear like the nitty gritty. I want to hear like the like the programs that go into this. Uh, so yeah, I mean, oh, so I I don't know if I said it during the intro, but um, I'm a creative slash graphic designer, I guess by trade. Um, and then I've used all my learned skills. <laughs> to, to make these gifts like my greatest like career achievement possible <laughs> so <laughs> basically um pretty much every time it's a combination of adobe after effects so it's like a compositing program um that basically like movie editors use on like <laughs> like legit like million dollar movies um <laughs> and, and then like premiere pro so like like cutting videos and stuff together so um I use that like hundreds of dollars worth of technology to make these like amazing. That your company is graciously paying the licensing fees for. <laughs> yeah, but I get two computers, two computer licenses. <laughs> I got the same thing at my job. But I, okay, so you gotta tell me. So I, I use Premiere, but I remember you had this one that was like, it, it looked like it was a ninety seconds long, like a Star Wars intro of your team. <laughs> And how in the world is that under 250 kilobytes? Was that was it under 250 yeah. kilobytes? Well, so like back then the limit was way higher. So they, they like oh, okay. cut it down like last year or the year before. So you, you like can't really get like super long gifts in there. I don't know if they changed it back. Um, but back then it was like 500 like kilobytes. So yeah, like 
that one was yeah that was like legit like basically all in after effects <laughs> just like do you run that through like like get a website like gif optimizer or whatever that website or do you, can you compress it in in uh, after effects like completely uh, i could com uh, basically it's compressing down the original video as much as you can and then yeah uh, i would run that through like uh like giphy or something yeah basically i mean they just have the best like compression algorithms and whatnot so but like, yeah, last year was just like, it was like, I, I made the effort to do it and I could not get it low enough for that new limit. So I got to check what it is for this so year. I'm just going to warn you that this year it's like the, the website's busted and you can't enter a link on the PC. You have to go on your phone to provide the link for the GIF. It just like won't take it. So I finally, when I threw down that epic Trisha Takanawa story about the 10-speed biker guy GIF. Yeah. It took me like two hours and I was also on company time. Um, you know, if, if my boss is out there listening to this, I'm sorry. I built to the client, but I had to get this GIF working and I finally did. But anyway, just warning you out there, if you're trying to get a GIF link in there, it won't take it on, on PC. It's really, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm going to find a workaround. I'm going to figure out something. Because um, it's worth the effort. I mean, it, it takes like a couple hours every day out there. Yeah, it's in there for eternity. And I don't know if you saw the Harry Americans website, shameless plug, but in the history, I inserted all the GIFs. So, you I know, <laughs> but one of your the Star Wars one was busted. So it kind of like cut out, but still. I, I didn't like. see that. You have every single one. Well, it, it, it depends. Like if you change it before the end of the year, like I remember once somebody changed it to like something about like a fail or something like that, then that's the one that you're stuck with. But like if you look at 2018, like Bill's still got the dartboard, and David's got uh, Josh Gordon flying to attorney. But then like I changed mine to a picture of David because he was like talking shit. So I was like, okay, like I'm just gonna beat you in the Super Bowl. So I changed my team to a picture of David, and so that's what I have now as mine as the history. But I had like a good GIF at one point, so. Oh yeah, I don't think yeah, mine's not in there. That that Star Wars one was probably like the best one I've ever done though. It was amazing, but it definitely like got busted, um, and I wasn't able to put it in there. Uh yeah, it, it might just have to be like the message boards. Like that's the kind of thing is I don't know if people like check the message boards enough, or if it would be worth the effort to just paste the link in there to like a video or something. But I don't know. I'm gonna figure out something, and just whoever happens to come across it will just get to enjoy the gym and just like move on. So. Yeah, I think you can insert in this forum. You can insert. Um, I hope so. I'm gonna try to see if you can put videos and gifs and stuff like that. But I think it's like fully functional. All right. I need someone to recap my team and like make me feel good about myself before <laughs> I leave this. So I've just been secretly asking you guys to like grade each other, but I'm not really interested in that. I want to know like that I'm the best. Now, let's see, Derek. Let's look at your roster, dude. I mean, like, first two picks feel super stud, but it, it really falls downhill, like, immediately from there. I mean, I wouldn't say immediately, dude, because I, I'm higher on Philip Lindsay than, than what he's listed. I don't understand he, he killed it last year. Yeah, they're predicting a sharp drop. But then, like, Damian Williams apparently has, like, three people in competition now. So, like, 
<laughs> yeah, so da- Damian Williams 48 hours ago would not have made it out of this early second round, but uh, yeah. I think it's fine. Listen, I think he's going to be fine. If you watch the preseason games, Patrick Mahomes, he was his check down back every single time. It was his safety blanket. Uh, LaShawn McCoy got cut, and Frank Gore is still on the, the Bills. So that's uh, – I don't think it's as bad as people think it is. O.J. Howard, he's going he's gonna to kill it this year. Listen, he's the third best tight end, and after that, it's the value goes way down. Will Fuller, as long as he stays healthy, he's a good fantasy wide receiver. I was upset about that. Yeah, everybody was. Well, he was, like, in the top – 10 last year like easily right yeah he he was uh he was easily like top 15 because he was on my roster he was easily top 15 before he got hurt last year yep. so it's, it's like he's easily a wide receiver too if he's healthy and, last, and obviously watson is too the last two years before he gets hurt he puts up some serious fantasy numbers and then he ends up getting hurt so it doesn't last long uh Kalen Ballage, they're saying he's going to take the starting job down here from Kenyon Drake, so that's a good pick. Let's see. Darwin Thompson, I'm going to do with that, which you will, because Shady McCoy's there. Justice Hill. He's a rookie, dude. There's no telling what he's going to do with marking him there, but they praise him. And then Adrian Peterson, is he, is he the number one in, in D.C. right now? That's what I thought. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, how is he that far down on the list? I don't understand. This is Juice. uh, Juice is, like, in front of him, or I don't really know. Oh, Darius. Yeah, okay. That's right. But still, Adrian, that might be a story draft. That one, yeah, I actually did that. Maybe I didn't get him last year. But, yeah, that one felt pretty good. Like, because he was solid last year. He was still, like, yeah, hanging with us. That might be this. Because, listen, there, didn't Darius already get hurt in the preseason? Oh, yeah, I think so. All right. Well, he gets hurt again. Adrian Peterson's the number one running back. And you got him late. That's crazy. So, I mean, Calvin Ridley is solid number two receiver in Atlanta. I think your team – all comes down to what Philip Lindsay and Damian Williams are gonna do. Yeah, I don't feel good about Damian Williams actually, but uh, I feel like Lindsay will be totally fine as like an RB too. I do too. I don't think Royce Freeman's good enough to take over that spot, even though people people think that he's going to. But Kyler Murray, he hasn't looked great this preseason, so yeah, that was a bit of a schlep. I was trying to get um. I was picking with you, trying to scrape a quarterback before it got too thin. I'm surprised. Quarterbacks went quick in this draft. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like someone got the idea, and then they just all went in, like, a round or two. I mean, in every mock draft I've done, I've been able to get, like, Dak Prescott or Jared Goff really late. And then, I mean, they, they it was like a fire sale on quarterbacks. Yeah, so give me your prediction – Best team for the first half of the season. First half, best ah, team. Right out of the gate. Okay. Night Dragon Laser Sharks. I mean, come on. It's not too bad. <laughs> I'm surprised you could fit that team name in there. 
<laughs> There's no space in between each word, so it, it, it makes me believe that that's the Max characters. <laughs> <laughs> he researched that, too. You know he no, he didn't. There's that is not a, a single word on the internet that has those combinations. <laughs> I, I feel like but I feel like he there's pro, there's probably like one word that's that he had to delete there. Like there's one more obnoxious, okay. ridiculous word that <laughs> wouldn't fit. So he's like, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, who is this? David? Melvin Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> so I was actually gonna say David too. Exactly. David's team was. Always solid, but I don't understand it. I I mean, like if if the Josh Gordon thing pans out, like he's he's gonna look really good. Yeah, exactly why I think it's a good like first half of the season thing because the wheels will yeah. absolutely fall off of the Josh Gordon thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They always do, and David's That's obsessed with like keeping them. <laughs> Plus, his bench is not that deep, but first half, I mean, he. Dude, that's the David style. He goes for the um. The most aggressive roster oh, possible yeah. with the most flyers on the bench. That's how it goes. If the man can go four and two, five and one, I mean, he's coasting with a couple of bye weeks. But so yeah, first half of the season, I, I'm I'm picking David because uh, maybe uh, Harbaugh is here. Heroes. That's Nate, on, right? Uh, depending on if James White. If he can get some serious uh, playing time, then that that might be pretty solid. Yeah, the New England running back thing is always kind of hard. I don't like touching it. Well, it's usually better just to like pick up the the one that emerges, you know, because like there's always like some new some new New England running back out of nowhere. Darius Darius will be healthy in the first half of the season, so his his team looks pretty good. Yeah, if I if I have to pick somebody different, I I would probably go with Tim. To be honest, I think Tim has like a lot of that vibe of like initial firepower, only to just like people end up doing the same thing they've always done. So he's got like Jameis out of the gate. Jameis yeah. is like badass as hell, and then turn into Jameis Winston, and then probably get benched by like game like nine. Yeah, he's gonna go five hundred. <laughs> Like, like for sure, <laughs> and like the Tampa oh, okay. Buccaneers are like always on the bubble to get the wild card. Like no matter what, just to make you feel good about it, <laughs> they never make it. <laughs> be like, There's always like some ridiculous comebacks too that like happen that like keep it alive by like the the strings, you know. Do you remember when we were in Vegas and we watched? I think they were playing the Bills, and it was and they were playing the worst game possible, and somehow had a chance to win on the last play. And literally yes. everybody's standing there at the sports book, like screaming on this insane lateral play. And I'm just yeah, like, it was a fully blown like rugby play, and it was <laughs> it was like unbelievable they even got in that position, but it it was awesome. It was like that's the Bucks in a nutshell. So I'm just like, that's gonna happen again. Yeah, I um, feel like like they should learn from that because like whenever they turn it on like aggressive and have nothing to lose, they're like amazing. And yes. then whenever they play like full defensive conservative um, mutual fund style, like they're just terrible. Yeah. So, dude, if you're out there, listen to the, if anyone's listening to the Harry Americans podcast on the Tampa Bay, um, 
front front office. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like we're getting pretty close to getting sponsors. Oh, uh, dude! If Fantasy Pros can sponsor you, what what a, what a website, dude! Dude, how funny would it be though? Like if I like got Shefty on like next week, just like out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm like in ESPN studios, like just like on ESPN, like in the middle of the day. Oh wow, Brian! Is Brian Brian's team shady, nasty? Yeah. Wow, he's starting Royce Freeman. That's a that's a power move by him. Just to just to shaft you with your Philip Lindsay uh, pick. Yeah, I mean he's gonna see like that's not gonna work out. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, without picking yourself, Pill, <laughs> who, who's got the best shot at, at winning the whole thing this year? Um, literally out of obligation, I have to like at least do an honorable mention of Peacock because uh, yeah, because that's I don't I mean, that's see the, it. I don't see it right now, but it's there. You know, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the man, the myth, the legend, right there. I mean, you, <laughs> um. But legit, like, in terms of, like, top to bottom, like, roster looks like it could make it all the way. <sighs> I'm going to say, like, I don't, who, who is Tom Brady, Tom Brady TD's Eric? Oh, I guess it's that's Eric. My, that's my buddy Eric. Who don't say his name? I'm not going to hear the end of it. <laughs> he looks like he has... Out of the firepower to go through an entire season, like with like legit like value, even though it's like kind of weird right now. He's got like two tight ends for some reason in his like starting lineup, but then he's got like Baker Mayfield on the bench. You could probably trade that at some point. He also drafted Isaiah Crowell, who's on IR. <laughs> <laughs> that one was at the very bottom. It's, it's, it's some auto pick nonsense. No, but... no, that's team name or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, dude? You never know. Isaiah Crowell, I mean, <laughs> modern medicine is really good these days. You never know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't like the team because uh, first half of the season, Tyler Boyd's going to be good. But if A.J. Green comes out balling, Tyler Boyd's value goes down. Very true. But, like, as the person who drafted A.J. Green and had him last year, <laughs> that is not a guarantee at all. <laughs> And so if he doesn't stay on the field, Tyler Boyd's like a pretty good like receiver to have. It's like I, I don't think he has a stud receiver, but I mean he's got two like solid wide receiver twos. One of those tight ends will come through. The running backs are obviously like the running backs are obviously really good. And then he got the best quarterback. So it's, it's kind of like seems like pretty much like set in terms of the starting roster. It's really can he make it through bye weeks? So I'm gonna give him like if he manages it well. He's probably got, like, one of the better shots. I respect that. But, yeah, Obviously. the Crowell thing not a good look. That's, that's a good, I, <laughs> <laughs> he loses a lot of credibility in the last round. <laughs> he really does. It's like, oh, wow. It doesn't look that great. Now, was, was Peacock's name Chubba-Dub-Dub pre-draft, yeah. or is that a new thing? That's yeah, pre-draft, I think. See, that's how much knowledge he has that he, he knows he's going to get Chubb at number nine. <laughs> it really did. He, he took it. He said, I, I have to. 
But I'm yeah, gonna make a bold that. prediction here about Peacock, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry right out the front. But you're going 28, 26 leagues this year. He's bitten off too much. He can't handle that much, okay? And so his waiver claims are gonna go down in quality. And I hope this is true for, for all of our six, but there's no way you're gonna be able to handle that many. And I'm gonna say he's gonna get third this year. Just off of like pure talent, you know, in the muscle fiber. <laughs> but he's not gonna take the title. Um I gotta go with I gotta go with David's team. I just think he just got a bunch of like I think the value fell just right and he was able to get value for like the first seven rounds, like and it just feels right. Like I feel like I wanted to go wide receiver running back, I just couldn't pull it off and it looked like he kind of did it the best way. Yeah. I'd hopefully uh, start number two. I mean it's a good spot. <laughs> I'll tell you who I got coming actually playing David in the championship is Hawkinson's Lugies. Looking at that <laughs> roster now, I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of potential on that team. Especially with if Melvin Gordon leaves the Chargers. What's your take on David Montgomery? I'm I'm friends with a lot of Bears fans over here, and uh, they're saying. Tariq Cohen is going to be the bona fide second string running back, no questions asked, from the start. And this kid's a, a rookie. It does kind of seem like the NFL, like rookie running back, does really well for some reason. I don't know why. They're, they're, I guess they're pretty high on him over there. Uh, I mean, I don't. Where'd he come out of Arizona State? I don't really have much film, game film on him, but. On Pac 12. Everybody that I talk to, I mean, he's, he's the real deal. And then apparently Devin Singletary is the number one running back, so. All right. Nice. Well, you guys want to wrap it up? We'll call that episode two. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that was a success. This is good. Come Good luck in uh, week one. I'll see you on Thursday for more Trash Talk. And shameless plug to everyone in the league. Sign up for the forum. And, uh... It's going to be awesome. All right, fellas. Good luck. All right. See you. Good luck, guys.